When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Michael Goodwin has been great on this show. I mean, great. And he's been coming on pretty regularly lately, which I'm really happy about because he's a great writer for the New York Post and a smart guy and a really good radio guest. His latest column, Dems Got Their Wake-Up Call with Lori Lightfoot's Loss, is a great one because now you have to hope that the rest of the country follows suit and votes out these Democrat mayors and governors or all too okay with crime. And there's an Eric Adams twist to this, too. We'll get to it. Andrew Giuliani's in studio with me as well. Michael Goodwin, welcome back. How are you, Mike? Uh, good morning, Sid. Thank you. You're welcome. But I, I, I must correct you on the headline. No. It's, it's not a wake-up call. It's a woke-up oh, call. Oh, you're right. Very uh, good. I, I, I cannot take credit for that, the clever, uh, clever headline writers at the New York Post. But I think we... There's an extra layer in that headline. No, you're 100% right. I, I, I shouldn't have missed that. Dems get their woke-up call. You're right. I mean, here we got Ron DeSantis talking about that almost every day with Disney. Yeah. And everywhere you go, we're talking about woke. So I'm glad you did correct me because that, that word does make a big difference in this headline. But uh, getting back to it, you know, Eric Adams, uh, my friend, the mayor, was pressed about this a couple of days ago on CNN. And they said, well, Lori Lightfoot's loss. I mean, is that a message to you? And he said, no, 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 no. He said, look, I know about the crime problem in New York. I've tried to go to Albany and do something about it. Now, we're all on record saying he hasn't tried hard enough, blah, blah, blah. But he did push back from that. But he also did admit, did admit that it was a, quote, unquote, woke up call for the country. So what are your thoughts on what the mayor had to say in regard to this story? Well, look, um, I think we can agree that uh, the three of us that – uh, it's not a necessary woke-up call for the whole country. It's really the Democratic part of the country that needs to be woken up uh, because it's the one that has uh, passed all of these crazy measures, uh, and it's the home of the movement to defund the police, right, to uh, make everything about race, uh, to to coddle the criminals, to treat the criminals as though they're really the victims and the victims don't really count, the real victims. So that's the upside-down world of the most of the Democratic Party. Now, Eric Adams, I think, has done a very good job of straddling these two worlds. And I agree with you, Sid, that, that he's made real progress. I mean, the numbers of murders are down, the shootings are down, um, and for the first uh, couple of weeks recently, they actually had an overall decrease in crime in the city. But it's so far from where it needs to be that I don't want the mayor, and I hope he's not trying to claim victory and spike the football here. Uh, this is a long way to go. You know, uh, Andrew's father in 1993, when he was running and successfully won that year, um, I was the editorial page editor of the Daily News, and we had endorsed Rudy uh, for election that year. And 
toward the end of the campaign, he came in to see us uh, on the editorial board, and he said something that stayed with me all these years. He said, look, statistics are very important. I don't want to undercut that idea. He said, I've talked about it a lot myself. He said, but ultimately, what matters most is whether people feel safe. And I've always, I've always treasured that insight because it remains true. And so when we talk about statistics, you can always tell, someone can always say, yes, but yesterday when I left my house, I right. saw. Right. And that person doesn't feel safe, and the statistics be damned. So I think, I think Mayor Adams has to keep coming back to that. That is the woke-up call. Do people feel safe? If the answer is no, you have a lot more to do. And it's interesting, Michael, because I've actually heard I've heard Adams actually say that, too, is the feeling. He's talked about that uh, yes. multiple times. So he certainly learned uh, from that regard. I don't think he'd be giving credit to uh, Mayor Giuliani's way on that. <laughs> but it, it also ties in, in in a fantastic last article you wrote on Lori Lightfoot. But uh, recently you wrote an article about the uh, Gotham, the rise and fall of New York, which I believe you're a contributor on. I think that's going to be available here pretty soon on streaming services, but it talks about the last 50 years of New York, all the way from John Lindsay through, uh, I guess, through uh, the de Blasio administration and see the ups and downs. Uh, How does that all tie into not just what we saw in Chicago, but to New York right now? And what can politicians like Eric Adams learn from it? Well, it's a good question, Andrew. And to me, what they can learn from it is that the, the, the confidence that we know how to do this. We did this before. New York did this before. Some cities followed. You, you remember that a lot of New York uh, 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 police commanders who were not necessarily commissioners here got to be commissioners elsewhere mm-hmm. because the New York story was so powerful that mayors and police departments across the country, they wanted that. They wanted to follow that formula. And it worked. I mean, it still boggles the mind when you think about it. When your father became mayor in 1994, there were had been 2,000 murders. Pretty much it was, it was the average of the Dinkins four yeah. years, 2,000 murders. By the end of his first term, the number was down to 770. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, more than 13, about 1,200 fewer murders. In that first year, uh, by the end, of, in the fourth year of his first term, that's an extraordinary achievement. And of course, it continued to fall all the way through, I think, the first two years of the de Blasio administration yeah. when Bill Bratton came back again. And then ever since then, it started going back up. And I use murder for me as the, as the measurement because it's the one crime that can't be disputed. Right. You can't. You, you, you can't falsify the numbers. You can't hide the bodies. Uh, we can all trust the murder numbers. And you, you mentioned the film. So John Lindsay, when he became mayor in 1966, there were roughly 600 murders a year mm-hmm. in New York City. <laughs> By the time he leaves eight years later, there are almost 1,800 murders a year. So the murders tripled under the Lindsay years. And they sort of plateaued, but by the time Rudy becomes mayor in 94, it's stuck at this 2,000 
number mm-hmm. a year. And look, mayors did some very good things in between. John uh, Ed Koch was a very good mayor in yep. many ways, bringing the, the city's economy back and the financial, getting that straightened out, just giving people a sense that somebody was in charge. But he did not solve the murder issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and crime bedeviled him throughout those 12 years. So I think that what Eric Adams can learn is that it was done before. And so you don't have to you don't have to keep guessing. You have to keep trying new things that make that make a difference. And if they don't make a difference, try harder or try differently. But don't give up. Don't assume that this is good enough because people are still leaving New York. Yep. I mean, you talk, you hear people talk about it. I'm not going to stay in this city. Mm-hmm. And if this continues, and I have to say just quickly, the migrant situation that Eric Adams created really complicated the yep. task. It yeah. did. Uh, just so you know, he doesn't think the work is nearly done. He may beat his chest. What do you want him to do? Go out and say I'm doing a terrible job. But he knows the truth. He knows there's a lot more work to do. Uh, and look, he doesn't do anything new. He can do what Rudy did, bring back broken windows, you know, bring back stop and frisk. He thinks those are racist tactics. He doesn't really, by the way. That's him giving David Dinkins credit. But it's really that <laughs> simple. But I have to tell you, I'll make a sports analogy. Right, oh, Dinkins credit. Sorry. Yeah, that I know. Me. It's hard to believe. I know. But I'll make a sports analogy for you. I don't, I, I'm uncomfortable comparing every quarterback to Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Mike, is the greatest quarterback of all time. That doesn't mean... There aren't other great quarterbacks. In fact, today happens to be Peyton Manning's birthday. I'm uncomfortable comparing Eric to Rudy Giuliani all the time. We do it because Rudy works at this station, so we see him every day. His son is on my show twice a week, but I'm uncomfortable. Eric Adams does not be Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani's the greatest of all time. He's Tom Brady. But if Eric Adams is just a Pro Bowl quarterback, this city will come a long way. Just be a Pro Bowl quarterback. You don't got to be Rudy Giuliani. And the city will come. You understand what I'm saying? I think that's an excellent analogy. Um, There's no need to copy. Uh, Look, the world has changed. I mean, you have new kinds of tools with uh, the digital era we live in. Uh, By the same token, though, there is a sense of emergency because people are more mobile. Mm -hmm. And so when you have office towers that are 50 percent full because commuters don't want to come back, they want to work from home and they can work from home. And it's remarkable how many businesses, and including the city uh, through Mayor Adams, have compromised now and are trying to work out some formula. Well, of course, that formula of you know, coming back three or four days a week is going to hurt the office market, which is going to hurt the city's economy because of the tax uh, issue. But, but I agree with you, Sid. You don't have to, there's, there's more than one way. I think the only reason to point to the past, to point to Rudy and to Bloomberg, too, to Bill Bratton, Ray Kelly, Howard Safer, Bernie Carrick, yep. all of those who helped do it, is, is to show it can be done. It's kind of a marker. You know, it's like we can say uh, quarterbacks are great, but if you don't win the Super Bowl seven times, you're not as great as Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think it's that kind of measurement. Yes, do it your way, but do it. And do it in a way that people feel safe and, that, and you stop this out-migration, which is eventually going to reach a tipping point. And that's, that's what I fear, because this mobility issue now complicates everything uh, in terms of trying to keep people here. Well, 60 seconds to go. If you were in Eric Adams' ear, what would you tell him to do about the migrant crisis? 
Well, I would say begin to unwind it. Uh, don't take any more. Put pressure on Biden to secure the border. You've got to secure the border. Uh, I think that's one of his big failures here, was to act like this is just a humanitarian issue. Uh, we, we cannot be the, the last stop for everybody who wants to leave their country. It's, it's terrible down there. We understand that. But you are going to drive people out of New York City with this policy of welcoming everybody and spending, as the Post reported the other day, what, $4 million a day or something like that on this care? I mean, it's, it's unsustainable. Uh, but, but, I, but I think that he needs to accept this idea that quality of life crimes are also important. Yeah. And I know, again, he's working Bingo. on the issue of the mentally ill and the homeless and all of that. But you've got to speed it up. You've got to try different things you don't have forever because each day that people don't feel safe is, an, is another example that you are not going to be able to change their mind. You're making it more difficult to succeed for yourself. You know, Mike, if you want to use the quarterback analogy, what do great quarterbacks focus on? The fundamentals and the small things. And that's what quality of life crimes are in a city when you talk about actually making yeah. sure that you have a safe city True. and being able to build on that. Now, listen, it's, it's hard to argue that um, at this point, this is year two, and another sports analogy, Eric Adams said this is – well, he said it. I didn't, he actually said this is my Aaron Judge year, and I told you, Mike, I'm like – Maybe you should have stopped short at the guy who had 62 home runs last year. Pick a, maybe you should go on Pete Alonso instead of Aaron Judge. But, but he said it. So if it's going to be his Aaron Judge year, then you're right, Mike. He needs to speed things up and make it happen sooner than later. Now, what does that say there? It's Peyton Manning. It's not his birthday. Okay. So. Oh, it's not? Okay, no, sorry. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, Mike, we love when you're on the show. You really are great. Your columns are terrific. We never miss it. Thank you for coming on now regularly. We really appreciate it, and God bless you. My pleasure. Thank you, Sid. All right, Mike. Take care. Michael Goodwin, what a super guy and a great writer. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.